Welcome to the FMCA Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sandra Scheinbaum, founder and CEO of FMCA. Along with a team of co-hosts, we'll be bringing you conversations that will inspire you and pique your interest in functional medicine health coaching, including the business side of coaching. Welcome, everybody. I am so excited to be here today with Susie Glasky. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She is the founder of Peppermint Wellness and the host of the Midlife Illuminated podcast. She's a functional medicine health coach, an FMCA graduate, championed for women who are finally ready to thrive. For the past seven years, She's been supporting women to reclaim their energy, their vibrance, their emotional resilience, and their zest for life. A 52-year-old former PR boss who left behind an award-winning career to really follow her heart. She has firsthand experience of burnout, having juggled a relentlessly stressful job with looking after her three children. She now leverages her knowledge to help others to adopt small, sustainable lifestyle habits that transform their physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Thank you for being here. Sandy, this is such a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, you are somebody who I have always looked uh, in awe because you are a real go-getter and you have done so much to grow the field of health coaching, create awareness of what coaches do and what is possible. And you are also in the UK and you have helped to grow the functional medicine movement and the coaching movement there. So I love if you would share your story. How did you make that transition from being that PR boss to coming to FMCA and becoming a functional medicine health coach? Well, it was quite a journey in that I, yes, I was a PR boss. I was actually promoting junk food, would you believe? That was, that was what I was doing. Um, confectionery and potato chips and sweet and low um, but I guess my heart was increasingly not in it, not in what I was doing. And I was always drawn to holistic health. So I had a room at the top of my office, I had a very big office with lots of people. And I had a room with a kind of massage bed and candles and I would do Reiki on, on people. So by that time, I was already qualified in, in Reiki. So I had I always had this pull, like on the one hand, I was this PR boss. But on the other hand, I was pulled to do something else. And it was a very uncomfortable, you know, I couldn't do both, you know, I had to, and eventually I jumped, you know, I walked away from the first career. And it was the catalyst for that was actually my dad passing away. He passed away um, exactly 11 years ago, actually. And I, that was it. That was my call to kind of change. I, I left very suddenly. I left my agency that I'd founded that was boss of, I kind of said, right, I'm going now. <laughs> and um, yeah, he passed away a few weeks later. And I got really stuck in grief, like really, I wasn't getting better at five months, I was much worse than one month. And I got help eventually from a friend of mine who had just trained up in something called EFT, which is known as tapping emotional freedom technique. And I had two sessions with her, 
it totally transformed me. I got my smile back, got back to being me. And I decided to train up in it to help other people like I'd been helped. And while I was training up in it, I came across health. I'd never heard the term health coach, never heard it. I came across, I think, a post on Facebook and I thought, oh, my goodness, this is what I've been waiting for, because I love the fact that I looked at the whole person it wasn't just the food. It was the whole person, you know, the physical, mental, emotional body. And I, it was just love at first sight. And I did an initial qualification. And then I came across you guys. And I think I was in the second cohort. Um, and best one of the best decisions I ever made it was it was phenomenal and gave me such um a deeper um I have to say I had a very I think superficial knowledge before then I don't think I was a great coach at that point because I hadn't had any training in positive psychology so once I got that that made the, a huge difference and understanding um how people change and being able to um, motivate them from where they are, you know, that was that was a huge thing. So I was definitely a far better coach <laughs> after having qualified with FMCA, no question. Oh, what a, a wonderful story. And uh, you have done so much since you graduated. And I remember we met, I believe it was in LA. It was in LA, we yes. We had an event and uh, it was the Institute for Functional Medicine's annual conference and, and you were there and you were doing interviews. And, and I always admired just, you were, you were gutsy and took a lot of chances. And so could you share how, what happened after you graduated? Right. How did you um, establish yourself, and particularly in the UK, where health coaching uh, was not at that time as well known uh, as it was in the United States? No, it certainly wasn't. And that was a big challenge because no one knew what on earth my title meant. Um, having come from a corporate background, I had accumulated lots of contacts who I, I already had a, you know I guess a reputation with and I was able to kind of leverage those to start doing corporate wellness workshops um, which is another huge passion of mine I love corporate work but because I'm from a corporate background I understand what it's like to be really stressed at work not have time to eat lunch <laughs> you know not have time to go to the toilet I've been there done that you know I've cut short a pee we call it a wee in the UK because I felt I didn't have time to actually finish a pee on the toilet, you know. So that is where I've come from. Um, so I, I started with that. I also started immediately with group coaching. So I just kind of immediately knew that group coaching was just a really fantastic way to work. And that was um, always has been my preference to work with groups. So I just got groups of women together, you know, here in this room in my home, you know, groups of eight women or whatever and coach them over a few weeks. Um, what else? I I just, um, I was so passionate and believed so deeply in what I was doing that, I don't know, I was just able to kind of talk about it. And yes, I was interviewing people at that conference a few years back. I was doing it so badly. I mean, I actually cringe when I think about, when I think about the interviews I did with Mark Hyman and David Perlmutter, they were so horrendous. <laughs> I had the camera the wrong way around. I had the microphone the wrong way around. 
And they were so sweet and supportive and patient because I cannot even begin to tell you what a car crash my interviews were. Um, but yeah, I was guess I was well-intentioned and I just wanted to get the word out because in the UK, we were so far behind and we've caught up a little bit now. But I wanted everyone to know what they were saying, you know, and hear how to prevent dementia and all these. So I guess I just thought, well, you know, I'll ask them on camera and share it. <laughs> So, yes, I guess it was just taking a few risks. And um, we were so behind at that stage in the UK. Um, I really wanted to help get the word out about what these incredible doctors were sharing. I also contacted a couple of functional medicine doctors here in Manchester. There were very, very few at the time. I found one doctor and we were so happy to meet each other. We just gave each other a big hug because there was hardly anyone who'd heard of functional medicine locally. So um, that was really great. And I remember she forwarded one of her patients. I think the trick was really just trying lots of different avenues, not getting disheartened when one thing didn't work, because, you know, with anything new, it does take time. And I just had to keep the faith that there was a real need for health coaching that it, it would have its day, but that, you know, awareness was very low. It was very new and people just weren't looking for a health coach. They were looking for a personal trainer. They were looking for a diet club, but they, they just weren't looking for a health coach and they didn't appreciate that they would benefit from a health coach. So I guess it took a lot of perseverance just to keep, but I had such a strong belief in what I had been taught from you that you know, I just put one foot in front of the other and kept going. Oh, I, I love that. Perseverance is such a key character strength. And what you described uh, is that you utilized your skills, your resources from your previous career. And that's something we advise our graduates because everything comes in handy. And so you can circle back to the skills you had, the people you knew, and you use those. And, and I love how you shared that example as you went into corporate wellness. Totally. And all of my messing up in the past, all of how I had neglected my own health through stress um, at work when I had lost weight and got ill consistently, you know, I was able to bring all of that to bear. And I use it all the time when I'm giving talks, um, you know, or webinars, whatever. I, you know, I gave a webinar just the other day to Santander, the bank, to 400 people. And I'll always start by really putting myself on everyone else's level that I'm not kind of coming in as this high and mighty health expert. It's not that at all, that I know exactly what it's like. To, to, you know, to be stressed at work. And, you know, I'm no different from them. It's just I'm a little bit further on in that I've learned uh, from my mistakes and I would like to spare them, <laughs> you know, the trauma of going through what I went through. Um, but I think it's really important to be relatable. So everything that I went through, I now see as a positive step, including all the marketing I did, all the lies I was involved with for the food industry, all the manipulative marketing, it's something I now use to open people's eyes. Beautiful. 
And when you talked about how you just jumped in at that IFM event and interviewed Dr. Hyman and Dr. Perlmutter and all the things that went wrong, yes, I, I love that as an example to just jump in and take risks. It reminded me of many years ago, I had a little TV show featured by wellness and I was at a big event in New York and Dr. Hyman and others were there and so I arranged for a film crew. And I also, I didn't know what I was doing, the lighting, I didn't know the questions I was asking, but I just jumped in and did it. And so uh, just having that, uh, doing stuff scared or just jumping in and you learn as you go. So that's wonderful to hear. Yeah, you really do learn as you go. And it was the same when I started my podcast, I was literally terrified to the point that had I been able to pull out just before I launched it, I would have done, but it was too late. It was, I was too far into the process because I was convinced that I would say something or one of my guests would say something and I would, I'd be pilloried for it and, and I wouldn't be able to cope with the criticism. And I think it's just that natural fear of protecting ourselves. So, and it was a huge risk. You know, I really was terrified. I have my journals from that time and it's pure terror. When I read back my journal, literally scrawling saying, what have you done? This is the worst thing you've ever decided to do. You know, <laughs> um, this is going to be a disaster. But it's not, you know, you try things and you, as you say, you learn as you go. And I'm really happy that I took that risk. We're now three years into the podcast I've got to speak to some wonderful doctors, you know, including um, several of my teachers from FMCA, like Diana Minich, um, for example. Um, and, you know, it, it all panned out. It all worked. Yes, there were some technical glitches along the way, <laughs> but that's OK, you know, and it's about not getting attached to that um, perfection, which unfortunately a lot of women, including myself, struggle with. We get you know, I've really struggled with that because I came from a career where I had to be ultra professional and everything had to be perfect. And then suddenly I was doing things for the first time, like interviewing famous doctors. And, you know, sometimes the technology didn't work very well. <laughs> so you you just have to kind of think, oh, OK, you know, I'm doing the best I can. And it doesn't matter if it's not perfect. So well said. And it certainly is. We are recording this podcast. We started out with some technical difficulties. What do you see in your future? What's next for you? Well, um, I'm shortly launching a membership, which I'm really excited about because I've I've run um, six week programs before, but never a rolling membership. So I've kind of cherry picked my top things that I know work really well and brought them together in a membership, including videos which I've made, which are on an app. So I created an app about a year ago, I think it was. Um, and then live coaching and peer support and a WhatsApp group, et cetera. So that I'm really excited to launch. I've called that Freshly Minted and that's launching next month. Um, I'm also very slowly writing a book and I would like to work a bit faster with that. But yes, that is a huge thing for me is to get the book out that has been rolling around my head um, for a few years. <laughs> so, yeah, I want to get that out in the world. Um, yeah, to, to be an author, that would be fabulous. Well, we will certainly support you. <laughs> what would you say to someone who's thinking, well, gee, um, 
no, I should become a health coach. I I genuinely think it is the best job in the world. It doesn't feel like work for me because I think it's such an incredible privilege to be able to help people to recover their health. I mean, I can't think of a greater thing to do. Um, it takes it takes perseverance and self belief because it is still something that is relatively new, and so it's kind of going in. Um, you know, with your eyes open that, um, you know, perhaps people won't be knocking your door down to come and work with you. So it's kind of like, well, how can I get myself out there? And what can I use, as you said, from my previous experience? Um, And, you know, you've got amazing support and amazing community. So I guess learning from other people who are a bit further along. um, But I would say, yeah, if you've got that passion to help people, or maybe if you've got your own story of recovering your health, share it with the world because everyone's story is different. You know, mine's different from the next person's. And it's, you know, it's really a privilege to be able to take your experience and help other people to feel better. It really is. And there's such a need there's such a need. There's room. There's room for as many health coaches as you can train. That's for sure. Well, so well said. And what do you see the future holding in the UK for health coaching? Well, um, we we actually have a very good health coaching um, association that has really done tremendous work over the past few years, um, and. I think that things are starting to, you know, I, I, I just think it will open up more and more and more. I'm actually just talking to a local doctor who um, he didn't really know about health coaches, but I, I set up a meeting with him and actually he treated my husband and I heard a phone call with my husband and I heard him saying, well, you know, you could do losing a little bit more weight and this and this. And he kept saying, well, it's lifestyle, it's lifestyle, it's lifestyle. And I said, look, this is exactly where I can help because um, I totally agree with you. But just telling someone, well, it's lifestyle doesn't really help them to actually change their lifestyle. (laughs) Um, So and once I explained to him what I did, he was like, oh, my goodness. Well, (laughs) this is a no brainer. So I think it's having those conversations and the more we have those conversations, the more we can work with doctors and work with other healthcare practitioners um, and move forward as a team, as a community, because I think it takes a community to help people to feel better. And I always bear in mind the words of Mark Hyman when I interviewed him a second time, which I also messed up incredibly. And he said, um, he said to me, if I were president or King, (laughs) I would employ a million health coaches and I would get them in every single community to reverse our epidemic of chronic disease. So, you know, when you hear someone of that stature saying that, you know, you know that this really is a solution to our healthcare crisis. This is going to be a healthcare revolution. Exactly. That's what we need to this crisis. (laughs) And you are doing your part because you are educating. I love that story of how you went to that local doctor and you had a conversation 
and he learned something. And so it, that's how change happens. It's one person at a time. How can people find you? So I'm on peppermintwellness.co.uk and you can find my app and everything there. I'm on also Instagram, Facebook as Peppermint Wellness, LinkedIn, etc. Um, and my podcast as well, which uh, is very straight talking <laughs> and has got some interesting subjects on there, including the time that I decided to road test psychedelic drugs um, with a view to educating my listeners that was an absolute disaster. <laughs> I wish I hadn't done it. Um, but, you know, we live and learn. Um, but yes, there's some interesting, very interesting topics on there. <laughs> Sounds like interesting, fascinating conversations. Yeah. And that's well, called uh, Midlife Midlife Illuminated. Midlife Illuminated is, is my podcast. Yeah. Well, we will stay in touch because I always love to hear what you are doing, uh, all of the ways that you have personally contributed to the growth of this field. And so uh, we value you as a graduate um, and wish you all the best. And uh, also that book that will be written and I will be honored to support that as well. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. Honestly, it really does, Sandy. And um, I will forever be grateful for all of the education and the inspiration and the empowerment and the support that I've got from you guys. Um, I certainly would not be here today without having come across you. That is for sure. Um, So yeah, we should all go from strength to strength. And maybe I'll see you at another IFM conference, hopefully one day. <laughs> that is uh, something that we will look forward to all being together so again. Much. So thank you for being with us thank today. Sandy. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more episodes of Fresh from FMCA. Want to learn more about health coaching? Head over to our website, functionalmedicinecoaching.org.